0: Morning. We're great. Well, we are going to get ready to give you something to think about today. This is Janice Yule, and on my right in the studio is Tony Carwell, and Delana, and on the phone we have um, Manita Wyatt in Texas. Hi, Manita. Hello. And we have Brian. Hello, Brian. Hey. Good morning. Well, I'm glad that everybody's doing okay today, I
1: hope.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes. Well, all right then. Well, we are going to get busy, get going, make this work for everybody. And today we are going to be talking as our main topic about mental illness and abuse and how you could be being abused without knowing or acknowledging it. So we're going to get to that conversation in a little bit. But, you know, I always think too much, so I was thinking about something um, last night, and I said, you know what it is? I think a lot of times we don't understand how to differentiate between fact, fiction, mm-hmm. and speculation. A lot of times we are given a situation, and everybody wants us to believe it's fact.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I listened to a news report the other day that had to do with a guy in the parking lot just taking a moment to go into the grocery store. When he came out, his car was filled with a bunch of bees. Mm. The news people said it was 15,000 bees. Wow. That's a lot of bees. The first thing that came to my mind is how do we know that in the back of that man's car were 15,000 bees? You know me, I'm like picking something apart. (laughs) But they tell you these things... Assuming that what they said is going to resonate on you as a fact. Now, do any of you believe that's a fact, fiction, or speculation? Speculation. What do you think?
3: Speculation.
0: Okay. Anybody else want to weigh in on that? Guess guess not. Okay. (laughs) But I thought 15,000, not 15,001. Equal number. So it's that kind of stuff that I want to put to test today. And I have a couple of examples. One of them is this. I'm going to tell you, give you a statement. And I want you to tell me where it fits in one of those three categories, okay? Mm -hmm. This one is, a plane takes off in San Francisco. And it is going to land in Washington, D.C. How much of that do you think is fact- Fiction or speculation—that is
2: going to land in DC, Washington DC. Mm-hmm. Speculation. speculation, exactly. Yeah,
4: anything happen. Mm-hmm.
2: So, what's
0: the factual part? Taking off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go.
2: And landing is totally different.
3: <laughs> yeah, Brandon. yeah, Brandon said, "Is yeah, it's totally different because it
0: may be out in the field somewhere." Mm-hmm. So, and it may not land in DC. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about, where people just take something and assume that it's correct. Exactly. And when I say something about it, they tell me I'm being cynical and I don't know, blah, blah, And I tell them, uh, so. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm cynical, so what? Um, Another thing is, if we express our opinions, and that's what it is, Mm -hmm. And with social media, everybody's opinion Mm -hmm. seems to mean something to them, not necessarily to us. Right. But it is Mm opinion-based. And that's what this podcast is. It's opinion-based. We have it salted with facts and peppered with opinion. I like that. (laughs) So... I don't want anything that's so structured that we don't have a chance to really verbalize what we're thinking. Right. And the reason why it started was on based on that. It's just I have a whole bunch of platforms. I know everybody else will. Mm-hmm. And we don't have any way to express ourselves. Exactly. Any way to say, this is what I think about that. Mm-hmm. Politicians speak for us, businesses speak for us. Everybody else speaks for us, Mm. and we can't ever just say what we think. Never. And with the government being a we-the-people kind of concept, it's really not. It's kind of in a narrow space for certain people. So this podcast allows us to be us. There you go. And we can say what we think about something without going through all of this scrutiny. Right? Or getting beat up about it. I know. Because they beat you down. And some people I, I talked to about coming on the podcast told me, "Nah, I don't want to get on there because then people are going to be criticizing me. I'm like, okay, so you've lived 50 years and nobody ever criticized you. Huh. That's crazy. Do you think that's possible? No. Okay. It's sort of like um, we were talking the other day about Uh, racism and whether you realize that what racism is and how it affected you Mm -hmm. well depending I think where you are you're going to be subjected to that level of racism more than anything else yes and I was born in the south Mm. and um, never realized how much racism was there until we moved up this way,
2: and, it's, um... <laughs> and then
0: I went back down there just for a visit, and happened to stop in a place in Virginia, and they said, um, I went in the front door to order. Mm-hmm. They were saying you have to go around the back. I said, What's back there? Right. She said, You, you, you know, we have to serve the coloreds back there. I said, <laughs> <laughs> you, you already know where I went with that. Right? You know, <laughs> right. I'm like colors. Who are they? Right. <laughs> like crayons. I said, but is it the same food or is it different? Right. She said, Oh no, it's it's the same food. I said, at the same price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's different? Right. Um, that's just the rule. They have to go back there. So here's another rule. Bye. <laughs> so true. See you. That's yeah. that stuff exists as long as we let it. Right. That's right. So anyway, I said opinions are just, some people told me, like some other parts of your body. Everybody has one. Mm -hmm. So that's what this is. It's our opinion. That's how we want to think about it, and so we will. So when we start talking to other people about their opinions, then we are so into their lives that Mm -hmm. we just have to say something. So I have one more example for you. You are running behind somebody who has on a pantsuit, <laughs> has long hair down the back, and a pair of stilettos. What is your assumption about the gender of that person? Hmm. Anybody? I hope a <laughs> Brian, you said a female. You would I hope.
1: hope.
0: <laughs> okay, and what does anybody else think?
1: Um, a per. I, said, I don't assume
0: anything.
2: No, you're not supposed to assume it. It's a, per- it's a person. Yeah.
1: But I
2: don't I, assume anything.
1: So I, kinda... I get That's the only time I can tell you.
2: And even then you can't tell. So, I mean, it's still a human being. That's as far
0: as I'm concerned. Oh, okay. Well, you guys are kind of taking this to a level. that. This... <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> what my uh, question uh, was... Uh, what my question
3: was...
0: Some tights. I'm i hoping it's a female. Okay, uh, so gender. Tell me gender. What what gender do you think the person is? I mean, this is not you know
1: something I'm going mean, to beat you up you, about. I mean,
2: if you if you
0: assume it, you then you
2: assume that it's a woman. I okay. mean, that's the natural thought yeah,
0: process. Okay. okay, and Delano.
4: Well, it could be me wearing the pantsuit in the hills. <laughs> <laughs> so. Speak, Delano. Speak. It could be me. <laughs> Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, well, okay then. It could be, well, to name the gender, it could be a transgender woman. That's True. Wearing that
0: outfit. And see, with that description, it could be any of the things we just named. Yeah. Exactly. All of the above. But we assume because uh, the hair and the heels probably, that it's a woman. Mm-hmm. And then when they turn around, they have a full beard and red lipstick on and you see a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, would yeah, put a damper on things.
1: <laughs>
0: Especially, Brian, if you're that person winding up behind them thinking that you're going to mm-hmm. get her number.
3: Right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, would put a damper <laughs> on things.
0: <laughs> so, yes, I think it would in some cases, but in others, uh, somebody might be all right with that. So, anyway, here's the other thing. And this is my final question How accurate do you think the United States census is? On a scale of like one to 10. If you want to do it that way.
2: I'll go five.
0: What do you say? Do do you think it's accurate or not? Let's put it that way. Yes or no. no? No. I don't think it's accurate. Okay. And Brian, are you there? Can we hear y'all, Manita? Can y'all hear us? Well, what we're gonna do is just keep moving. We're having some technical difficulties with the phone, um, so we'll just keep going. But anyway, about the census, I don't, I don't believe it's accurate at all. No, I totally agree that. Um, how could it be uh, accurate when we have so many liars in this country? Absolutely. <laughs> people are going to put on a piece of paper what they think you want to see, and that's it. That's it. So if they put on there that they have two children and they really have six.
2: Yeah. And when they do that, especially um, illegal aliens, mm-hmm. you know, they're scared to put it, put that down anyway or how many people this that they have. And it's just
0: it's, it's, yeah. it's like that. So, I mean... Uh, just to kind of get all of that straight in my mind, as I was telling them about one thing. I said, when I say that that's what I think, mm-hmm. there isn't any reason for us to argue about it. No. And some people do have knockdown, drag out fights over opinions.
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm not gonna argue with you about my opinion. Not at all. Yeah. Because like you said, it's just an opinion. But they,
2: right. you got people that will physically physically get they will physically try to hurt you because they opinion that i'm gonna do everything in my power this is what you're going to believe in but no that's not the case
0: exactly well all right that kind of satisfies my something to think about you know you thought about it and now we know that opinions are just as freely given as anything else you want to give. that's right up. so what we're going to do now is go into our main topic of discussion for today which is just mental illness mm-hmm. And as I was talking to different people about this, um, somebody mentioned, and it might have been Brian, I don't know if we were, um, about abuse and how you may not recognize that mm-hmm. you're being abused. And I want to just go ahead and give um, Tony the, the floor to kind of begin that conversation because I know this is a subject close to her heart. So, let's just go ahead and get you in Tony in so you can lead lead us where you want us to go on that issue
2: okay um <clears throat> I guess things when you don't recognize the trigger points of being abused is because we don't made it a habit that we're used to people talking to us any kind of way um it could be from where you have been raised, and if you have seen it in a household, that's like second second nature to you mm-hmm. and as um, children, they tend to go in a relationship that they see that their parents are involved or grandparents or anywhere that's close to them when they see that, whether they're speaking to them badly or physically abusing them. or um, And we tend to let that go to, like I call you know, the generational curse, is that we'll continue to move on that path. And this is the path that our children take. Yeah. Because they have seen it from a little, and like my children, my sons and daughters have seen um, the mental abuse that I was giving out, just as much as I was receiving. Mm. And I can tell that at certain times when I hear them talking, I can hear myself coming out of my children, mm-hmm. far as um, being able to take certain things or the way we react is because of the way I reacted. right? And see, my abuse started. Mine was physical and sexual. Mm. And so my kids didn't know it, but I was always like the outsider, the black sheep, quote unquote, of the family mm-hmm. because um, I had tragedy early on in my life. Mine started when keeping secrets that when I seen my grandmother had a heart attack in front of me.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah,
2: and I was probably about seven or eight years old. So mm. I always carried the responsibility of I was the oldest grandchild, and I was always the one that was responsible. Mm. So that right there, I learned to keep secrets. And see, when I was abused, I was abused from age of 5 to 12 years old. So I never told her. I never wanted that responsibility of um, seeing her pass away in front of me. And wow. she passed away when I was like 12 or 13 years old. So she knew something, but she didn't, and I didn't confirm it. Because mine was always protective mode. I figured that I was the one that... I seen them that he was going to gravitate toward my nieces and nephews. Mm. So I was the one that had to, um, I felt like I had to protect. So it was always in my thing to protect her or protect them. So I let the physical abuse come on to me. Mm. And that's a part of keeping secrets of uh, mental, physical abuse is that we learned that.
0: And were you the oldest?
2: I was the oldest grandchild. He had sisters. I had my aunt. She was like maybe four years younger, older than me. Mm. So, but I always was the one that just... I don't know. It's just been in me to always, like, take care of people. My grandmother raised me. My mother, she did. not i seen her on and off through the years of them here. But it's always a secret. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm trying to break out of people of don't suffer in silence. Because m- mental abuse is something that you suffer in silence, just like physical abuse. It don't hit you. You don't think it hit you, but it affects your whole life. Well,
0: yeah, because... In the- What a lot of people don't get is the difference between physical and Mm -hmm. mental abuse. Mm -hmm. Is if you're physically abused, and uh, it will heal. Yeah. It'll leave a scar. Yes. That you can easily recognize. Mm -hmm. But if you're mentally abused, it's a a scar that you can't see. Can't get rid of And then you don't know it until it gets acted out some way. Mm -hmm. And usually in a negative way.
2: Yeah, it does.
0: So that's the part of it that's really disturbing because... um, Women in particular, but Mm -hmm. I do know that men are also abused. Mm -hmm. Uh, But women in particular get abused, Mm -hmm. and they don't see it as abuse. No, And that's the thing that that puzzles me, because if somebody is hurting me any kind of way, I think I should be able to recognize that. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah. Everybody is not in a position to do that and uh for whatever reasons like you're saying where you were in a situation where you were trying to protect other people yeah instead of without realizing that somebody I'll, needed to protect you yeah
2: and that was the problem is that I, I i have anger issues i know I, I have come to the point that i know i'm going to have that probably for the rest of my life and i'm trying to uh, that's why i was able to tell talk to my children when they were like as Leno would tell you is that I told them at an early age it was stuff that I went through. I mean, and I I try to mess up their childhood but that so they could see a way that I um that it happened and I had therapy with it, but I didn't feel like I got all the everything out and I probably would never will get everything out, but I have learned that you do you can have you can talk to someone. Yeah. And you're not alone. And you don't have to suffer in silence. See, the thing is, people say, well, why did you talk about what you went through? I said, because I have to, because I was silent for so long. That's why I'm kind of aggressive and I'm loud, because I figure if I don't get my opinion across, you're going to hear it one way or another. Mm -hmm. And I don't want it to be, and I come out as people, like, I, I know I'm overly aggressive. But see, I didn't, I had to take up for myself later on in life. Right. So in a way, I'm not saying the physical part of when I was fighting my daughter's father. I mean, it was both ways. And the thing is, I'm not going to sit up here and bash him. I'm just like, it was two people that took that, that did it. Mm-hmm. Just as much he, he gave, I gave too. That was toxic for both of us. And children got in the middle of it. And that's what I'm trying to tell you, that you're not the only one that need help. You cannot forget the children. Right. And that's the problem where, well, not, it's not a, yes, it does. I hear my, my daughter's, Come out with the anger, and I can say day number Tony Caldwell and then and the fathers, but I hear this, and so the thing is, is a knowledge in that yes, your children have problems, but respecting
0: boundaries. And why and why is it that adults don't feel like children suffer, feeling the same stress and anxiety know. that they are
2: because they don't got ignored before so many times. They don't they don't been ignored majority of the time, and so. They've been taught that behavior. Mm -hmm. It's like you you have to start from scratch. The first thing is is recognizing that you're in pain and not bearing it down. Because when you do that, it's going to come out wrong later on. Mine was sometimes with drugs, alcohol, um, numbing the pain, reaching out of anger, being angry at somebody that never did anything to me.
0: Maybe we need to get people's views on what you consider pain. Do you feel like you're in pain? Um, if, if a guy, uh, I think Brian mentioned this to me the other day and I want to kind of pick up on that. And that is this, if I'm in the household of somebody
1: mm-hmm.
0: who grabs my hair and throws me against the wall and I still want to be in a relationship with that person the next day, why is it I don't recognize that as being abused? Cause they've been used
2: to it. They get used to it. They get numb. They don't feel it no more. Not really. It's a
3: process. I think it's, uh, I think it's a, 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 a learned behavior, too, because we all see what our um, grandparents and parents went through. And sometimes we just uh, think it's normal. Yeah. You know, that's how couples supposed to supposed to act. And that's not right. right. You know, that's a form of abuse. So... um
0: so I so, yeah, guess they yeah. recognize that, or or it starts when you were um, five years old or something, because that at that point you just used to seeing people being mean and nasty to each other, mm-hmm. and you assume that's how the mm-hmm. world is.
2: Yeah, because it's passed down. It's not, um, like I said, you they they didn't stop it because they seen it, and that's I love you. That's that's how, that's how love come in the quotation marks. That's how that's what they see love is. That's how they define love sad but
0: it's it's true well you know that uh, people just equate love with pain all the Mm -hmm. time and that's why i'm hesitant about using the word to people i care about Mm -hmm. because i don't want them to misunderstand that when i'm telling you i love you that means i care about you
2: that's right
0: that's how i mean it Mm -hmm. okay so if i care about you i should not want to see you in pain
2: that's right
0: and if you're with somebody who's bringing you pain and drama every day of your life, how do we make them realize that you don't have to do that? How do we do that? That's... Well, the, the thing is you got to define
3: love because that's not love, but they bring you pain and drama.
0: Right.
3: So some people get, like you said, they get that confused with.
0: And they get um, it confused a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So yeah, somebody hitting on you—that's not love.
0: No. And then all of that ends up getting you in a place where you want to take out certain actions mm-hmm. to to hurt yourself, where you kind of internalize the mm-hmm. abuse that you feel to the point where you want to cut yourself. Yeah. You want to cut your hair and cut all your hair off, or oh yeah, you know all the other things that people do. <laughs> To act out that pain. Yes. And the reason why we're laughing is because Tony was patting her head because I said, cut off your hair. I done did that numerous times. <laughs> I'm doing it now. It was <laughs> because Trump was
3: in office. Let me cut my hair off.
1: But <laughs> 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 so, well, well,
3: also, you got to remember to love yourself, too. So saying. when you start loving yourself more than, uh, than you love the pain, then you're not going to put up with anything.
1: But do you feel can like? Can I jump in with a question, please?
0: Huh?
1: I said, can I jump in with a question? So, absolutely. Uh, um, when you uh, Tony was talking about, uh, you know, the mental abuse, and uh, at what stage in your life it it becomes recognizable? I guess because you know as a, a, a child you don't understand what the abuse is about because you don't you're not seeing yourself doing anything wrong yeah but um, how how do you how do you express to a child that's uh, withdrawing um, or um, acting out these things what they are going through I mean because of What they physically physically, are going through at home or other kids are doing to them? So how how do you explain that to a child? This is is what's happening to you because of, you know, something that I did or something somebody else did to you you as a young child or whatever. So how, how do you go about making them understand it's not their fault?
0: Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is for you to get out of the situation that you're in. Exactly. You you remove that thing that's causing the pain for that child. And, um, you know, the thing is, I would be able to talk about this subject 24 hours a day simply because adults don't realize that these are children. And if they're five years old, they should not be stressed. But the adults are so busy into their own minds their own relationships, satisfying that woman, satisfying that man, mm-hmm. that they forget about the child. Yeah. They forget the child is experiencing the same things that you are. And right. they don't remove the children from that mm-hmm. situation for whatever reason. And I guess my question would be why not?
2: Because half of the time they it's about me, me, me. And one thing is, is that they don't want to lose that person. They'll lose their child, but they won't lose that uh, that female or that male. Yeah. And the kids are second. You know, you kid, kids, well, you could be in, a, in another room, and you know how some of them reach out to the child? They're face the child on their phone. For one thing, they don't even have physical contact with their children nowadays because social, it's all a me, me, me type of lifestyle. Remember one time I told you, that's internalized. If you, it's all about me, you're not going to bring nothing out good. Right. So what you're doing is you're just creating a parasite. That's what I call them, parasite parents, when you're forgetting about your child because they're not caring about the children. Like you said, I'm here to press that female. I'm here to press that male. I'm ready to push this up, push this out, and let it all hang out. And the kids don't mean nothing. Okay, they address their kids. Some of them do. They dress the kids up, but they're not looking in the inside of that little human being that's suffering.
0: Well, they don't talk
3: to them.
4: No. We
3: don't think yeah, no, no. Go ahead. But just to chime in on that, because I remember taking my son to Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. And I was observing uh, one lady that was on her phone the whole time mm-hmm. and did not pay attention to her kids one bit.
2: That's I mean, why kids come up
3: missing. phone was so important. And I'm like, you don't even interact with your kids at Chuck E. Cheese? No, mm-hmm. no, thing. So, no. so yeah, thing. It's, 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 it's a lot of that like you me, me, me mentality instead of being in the moment with
0: your kids. Because they have children for, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, fashion statement now, though. Well, you have a child because you want to get more money from, you know, social services. You have a child because you don't want some guy to leave you. You have a child because somebody mm-hmm. mistreated you and now you want a child so you can love that child. All those are the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. You have to want children. And uh, we were out the other day at a bowling alley, and there was a three year old walking around the place. By himself. By himself. He was already at the front door and could have gone out if he wanted to. He'd probably go out and drive the car, too. And <laughs> that could happen. Yeah. Sure. Um, (laughs) But then there was no parent. And all of us sitting there going, where's the parent? Why isn't the parent up here with this child? Mm -hmm. So she thought that just because we were in the bowling alley that it was safe. crazy. Somebody could have grabbed the child at the door and kept running.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And she probably would have breathed a sigh of relief.
2: I guarantee you.
0: That's the thing that makes me so mad with women. Number one, you already know without anybody telling you. If you get pregnant, that child is your responsibility. Exactly. Very few men are going to hang in there with you and deal with all your mm-hmm. drama, plus the drama of kids and bills and everything else. They're just not going to do it, okay?
2: Yep. Get it real you have some care.
0: men who are going to because they always wanted children. Exactly. They wanted somebody to love. But you're going to have a child and then you're just going to treat it like crap. And I always wish I just had a fire hose to run, to to put on some of them because they're not listening. These are your children. You are going to be there to raise that child many times with a man in the house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he could be sitting there all day long and he's like a ghost. You are the one who takes the child to this place. You're the one who makes sure they get fed and clothed. And you're the one who's taking care of their mental um, stability.
2: Exactly. And if you're
0: all messed up, the father is all messed up. What you think the kid's gonna be? Messed up. All right. Say it again later. That was in harmony. Mm. <laughs> He's like messed up. <laughs> that was in harmony. They're gonna be messed up. Mm-hmm. And then they go, Oh, you know, these are really horrible kids. Um, no.
3: On the parents.
0: Horrible parents. Mm. And that's how you get it. That's where all the mental issues come up. Yeah. All the neglect, all the depression all their um, desire to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. All of these things you brought on because you're just a horrible parent. Yeah. yeah. So, no, don't blame children all the time because you've created whatever monster you think that child is. I'm telling you.
2: And then i going to blame them all the time.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you we've got all, all, so many different kinds of abuse, and maybe all of us can just name one thing that we consider as being an abusive thing that causes people to feel these negative things. And, of course, I would start with the the child abuse mm-hmm. because that, to me, is critical. It is. You don't have to have these children, and if you're having them just to keep somebody, they're not worth it. Right.
2: Mine is mental abuse.
0: <laughs> and yours is mental abuse, mm-hmm. and, and that covers an array of things? Yes. From
2: myself or to people that I'm allowing to give it to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, mental abuse is um it's a serious thing that we have to as people address. And I'm glad, I'm so happy that we're discussing today because, like I said, it, it falls under many type of. I mean, even physically abusing yourself of constantly putting yourself down because you don't let this stick into your soul and your membrane that. You're not worthy. Right. You're never gonna achieve nothing. That's and I have to get, I have to really physically get myself out of it because that's what I attract. So I realize I got every type. Just about several couple of them, Ms. Janice, you you you're not. But the, the people that
0: <laughs> that I, I get, I'm
2: I not. see the tra- I be I attract them type of people. But I realized something too. At first, is I was resisting it, but now I know I can help the people because I'm always on a platform of. Um, do not belittle nobody because everybody like like I love this opinion mm-hmm. and they have feelings. I had walked up to people and I like you said I just talked to them a few minutes and then they start crying. I was like, "Why are you crying?" They said, "Because you understand me." I said, "Cause I do. I live that life every day." Mm-hmm. And like I said, I have four names and nobody can't tell me that four name because I had the person that I was meant to be. It wasn't. It left the building after when I started getting physically abused. Mm-hmm. And um, that left the building. But the person that I am now, that I merge all my personalities together, as far as I'm concerned, I feel like I got a lot of personality because I do. I react to different things in different ways.
0: Come but on. I love
2: who I am now because I can, rec- I can help people. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I'm proud of who I am now well, as a go. woman.
0: You go, girl. Thank you. And you I'm very proud of that. So here's,
1: here's a scenario for you guys. Mm-hmm. At least the ones that's uh, 50 and older. When we were coming up, this is twenty twenty one now. Mm-hmm. When we were coming up, and your parents would uh, use just about anything to, you know, to wear you out. it that you, like, switch. Oh wrong. yeah. <laughs> but we didn't. We didn't think uh, of ourselves as being abused. Mm-hmm. We were. We're thinking of ourselves as being disciplined or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So. But you know the kind of you know straps and uh, belts and all that kind of stuff that we used to get. You know, I mean switches and all that. I yep. mean today, a lot of people would would form that as an abuse because of the the object, I guess, yes. that we were being hit with. Yeah. So, but back then, that wasn't. Abuse, it wasn't considered abuse. You were disciplining your
0: children. Mm-hmm. Well, quite oh, frankly, we may not want to just say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Where it's called abuse now is just called an ass whipping. That's right. <laughs> and that's what you got when you got out of line. Yep, ass whipping. So they even go get a switch or a belt. And here, here's the funny thing, and it's not a lot of humor in this particular subject, but this is when my parents would say, well, you know, if you do that again, then I'm going to get a switch to you. But it always ended up for me to go get the switch. Oh. <laughs> so true. So, man. you know what my dad did? Uh, <laughs> look, so what kind of stupid person was I going to be? Well, I would go outside. If I have to get a switch, guess what it's going to be? A twig. A twig. And the one that breaks With a twig. lot of leaves there on it. You go. Yeah. <laughs> they learned to clean them things, though. So they, they said, well, that's okay. We're not going to send her out there anymore because we know what she's coming back with. Yeah. <laughs> A little tiny twig. No, they're going to want something to build. Yeah. Tall as you. Yeah, but, but you're right. I, at that point, we didn't consider it. it it's funny how the um, perceptions of things change mm-hmm. so quickly. And uh, we were talking about this uh, also, that um, about racial equality. And I, I told somebody, I said, look, I've never felt like I was not equal to anybody, and particularly because of their color. Hmm. That never occurred to me. <laughs> That's right. So if that was prevalent in your community, we didn't have it. And a lot of people, you would figure born in the South or deeper South, they were afraid of you know people because of their color.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, that was kind mm-hmm. of a... Certain type of mental abuse, if Mm -hmm. you ask me, because you're up there punishing yourself for what? Uh Because somebody's different color than you?
2: To make you feel? Never thought about
0: that. What kind of uh, abuses, uh, Brian? Are you thinking about? Um,
3: I'm I'm thinking about far as you know, far as kids, because you know, piggybacking on what Tony says that that far as abuse, and I remember my mother's. her, uh, her sister. I don't even call her aunt. I call her her sister. Mm-hmm. And she used to hit me and everything like that. But then, when I used to reach out and tell somebody, they just do it all. Mm-hmm. they just like it under the rug like, yeah, 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 you know. And even when I told my mom, you know, she, she came and got me, That it really wasn't that Hey, you know what? You need to sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. You know uh, why you hitting on my son? <laughs> you know this mm-hmm. and that. And later on in, in, in life, I talked to my mom and I told her. I told my mom. I said, "Mom, I said I would die if somebody did that to my son." Mm-hmm. You know because trust and believe, it's gonna. be gonna come to a deep moment. You know what, what your sister did to me. It's gonna be a problem. That's you know, right. but um. All I think
0: it's. Huh? I said, oh, you're right. All of that comes under the same thing. Is yeah. if you, you're you being abused by somebody, but nobody recognizes it. Nobody listening. And then you tell them, and then they don't and listen. It hurts to this day You see my mom kick in
3: the car with her. And I'm like, you're going to let that, you're going to be all social with a person that did that to your son. Yeah. Because
2: mm-hmm. they sweep it under the rug like Miss Janice
0: said. Well here's, yeah, uh, here's so,
3: the thing my, though. You know, my thing is I said I said your parents supposed to be a protector.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And...
3: You, a protector, protect your young. And you kiki caught with a person that whipped this. You know what out uh, of your son?
0: Yeah.
3: Well some some BS reasons. And you Kiki and comfortable? Nah, uh uh-uh. uh. Nah, you can't be comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. You know, you do that to my son, trust and believe. You're gonna feel some type of way, either some type of way, isn't it? so.
0: But well, when we were children, know yeah. I mean, uh, we were in a, in a place where we go and walk around the neighborhood freely and do what we wanted to do because if they knew my parents, and we knew your parents, we we didn't have any problem with um, mm-hmm. going where we needed to go because everybody looked out for each other. And then what they would also do is your parents would give another group of people permission to. Beat you behind. <laughs> you right about that. And then if they had to beat you, they call ahead and tell your mom or your dad that your child was up here acting up, and I had to spank him. Yeah, they tell you. So quit. when you get home, you get another one. So you had
2: it three for
0: four. <laughs> you know, so you you learn how to run so they wouldn't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> put some skates on. pew <laughs> <laughs> They, were you up there so and so uh uh I, I wasn't even in that area. I was out picking strawberries or something. Right. I was by the lake fishing. <laughs> you know running across <laughs> the in racetrack, hall. anything right. but that. So Delano, let's get your yours in right quick.
4: About mental health.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um well, mine's is kinda of different because you know with my experience with mental health, it was more like... Um, there's so many things that I can touch on, but I'm not going to.
0: Okay, but, just just pick one.
4: Um, <laughs> I guess when you, knowing that you're different, and certain people don't want to embrace it, or they don't want to see it, um, it's because, I guess you know, they feel like, well, maybe it's something that I could have done or Mm-mm. differently and I'm like, it's not your fault that I'm just who I am. Um, and often that's that happens in a lot of cases, especially mm-hmm. with children. Mm-hmm. Um and especially in the in the even in the entertainment industry, like I've seen so many things regarding um gender identity. And um and when, if you're like maybe a child like Dwayne's wife's daughter, Zaya, mm-hmm. um, just recently, you know, Zaya came to Dwayne and told her, told him about who she is. And the type of comments mm-hmm. that I've seen has been nothing but derogatory, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Was well, she gay or what? No, yeah.
4: she's transgender.
0: Oh, okay. A young transgender. And yeah.
4: for someone who... Knows who they are doesn't necessarily mean that they've been through like a sexual escapade or something had transpired around that time. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone is telling some, if someone is telling their parents or their provider, whoever they are guarding, Mm -hmm. that they're different, and you just sweep it underneath the rug, it that can create a barrier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's why the suicide rate in the LGBTQ community is is high now yeah mm-hmm. and I was one of those people one time because yep. often you know I used to be teased a lot and that created a lot of mental health like anxiety and yeah. you sure. know, not wanting to be around a lot of crowd and often have to question myself mm-hmm. to see who I am because of not being accepted mm-hmm. now that I have came out of it um, I've managed to surround
0: myself with people who do accept me. There you go. And, you your know, mother.
4: And those who don't can just kick out Go over a cliff somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Be
0: happy in your own skin. But that's what you have to do. Then I think that we talked about this many times, and we're probably going to talk about it so many other times. The mm-hmm. fact is, many of us don't know who we are.
2: Exactly. We're not
0: we're not comfortable with ourselves.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I've asked adults, you know, what is your favorite color, and they don't know that. So you need to know who you are and what you will accept. And and again, draw that line of acceptance, <laughs> and don't let anybody cross it over. Amen. Because if I say my thing is this, if I'm with you in the same home, and I don't like to clean up, for instance. <laughs> And I'm everybody's laughing cause they, <laughs> because they know I don't like to cry. Right, you
4: are so, not by yourself. So I'm,
0: I'm with a guy okay. and he's a, a neat freak. Now, what kind of confusion you think is going to be there? <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, yes, and you could
4: just only imagine how that is going to um, be with his friends
0: and he could be talking about you like a dog like oh she's trifling she don't clean up it's paperwork everywhere money just sitting on the dresser just scattered oh, on the floor yeah. Cramps, she, don't she, she, she second, got she- dirty money Yeah. <laughs> 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 but see let me show you let me, let me tell you how I resolved that though because I, I had all these conversations with my husband before we got married because I said I don't want to get married and then you come at me with something stupid Right. so here's how i am about that i don't like the cleanup. i really hate washing dishes right. and anything else that goes with housework i don't like it mm-hmm. so how do we fix that right so he was like no you know i don't mind he's all in the one to get married so he didn't even think that i was going to come back to him later mm-hmm. so the day that he said to me well you when you gonna wash the dishes I said, no, that's not the question you need to ask. (laughs) Because you know we talked about this. I told you I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. So you might want to get some suds and water and a towel and do it yourself. Right. (laughs) So once we understood that, then it was okay. I know that's right. It's like my son said, well, when you, why do you let the trash get up like that instead of taking it out? I said, because I'm waiting for someone else to take it out. There you go. Well, I mean, it's just right there. I said, yeah, and here's the problem with that. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to. Hmm. So let's just eliminate that as being <laughs> a problem. Said- so I said, well, if I'm not here, how are you going to get the trash out? I said, somebody will be over. There you go. <laughs> so I said, I'm not stressing out over the trash. You are. So you take it out. That's
4: what I was about to say. I said, we could just eliminate this conversation right here. You can take it out. Like, <laughs> exactly. You're my child. I raised
0: you. We're done. Go ahead. We're not go. Even go- I don't even go that far. I just tell him I'm not going to do it.
4: <laughs> Look <laughs> her face.
0: <laughs> and I don't care what you think. Uh-huh. You go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the line that needs to be drawn with uh-huh. anybody. If I'm your that's friend... It. And I say, I'm not going to go in there if you're in there smoking weed or whatever. Don't be trying to convince me to do it. I just told you I'm not. Right.
4: And I, it, this situation is definitely um, kind of s- similar to what you're saying. Mm. But um, how you s- just now said that when you say you're not going to do something, mm-hmm. like that's like me and my best friend. Like she is just having a, a little spat with her. Significant other. Significant other, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and There's I just,
0: also a thing called insignificant others, Clearly, too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
4: he's definitely an, an insignificant. Um I just told her, I said, you know what, this is something that you and him have to work out. Please just leave me out of it. And exactly. you're going to leave me out of there it. There you go. Because you're not going to keep calling me when something hits the fan, and you're not trying to do anything to resolve the issue. Mm-hmm.
0: So... And then they don't realize that they are in a toxic mm-hmm. situation Mm-mm. where their mental stability Absolutely. is being challenged.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: If you're in a relationship with somebody and they keep telling you what you don't look like, I say, when is that positive comment coming? Never. I don't mind the negative ones, but you need to balance it. Mm-hmm. So if I don't look good in this dress the next time I put on one, I hope you like that one. Right, and if you don't, oh well. If you don't, see you. Right, (laughs) but I love myself in it, even though I'm shaped like a box. (laughs) (laughs) With all of that
1: being said, guys, with all of that being said,
0: with all of that being said,
1: two questions. One is, which is worse, mental or
0: physical abuse? I vote mental. Mental. I
4: have to say mental
0: as well. And you know why I say mental? I'm gonna say, I would say, I would say it's a good thing Because yeah. sometimes you think about that with that
3: physical pain too, uh and it just makes you angry. So it leads yeah. to mental so it could be vice versa.
0: Well yeah. And then with physical pain, if you're causing me physical pain. I'm going to find a way to physically cause you something. See, that's what I was going to say, too, because, yes. But with mental problems, it's more an emotional, internal thing that you feel, and you most definitely will have to struggle with that a long time. You do. If somebody hit you, beat you, raped you, whatever, when you were a child, you live with that. Mm-hmm. And if somebody hit me, cut me, whatever, when that moon heals, I may look at that scar again and go, well, yeah, that's when... Delano cut me, Mm -hmm. and then I say, "Too bad he's not here anymore." (laughs) It was so nice knowing him at one point. So now, when I look at it, I'm just looking at, "Oh well, Delano is gone. Right, rest in peace." (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) then you' messing with my mental health. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's the mental health they coming. <laughs> and then I'm in my bedroom thinking, is oh, somebody walking on my bed? Do I see a shadow? <laughs> but that's that's hard to recover. I
4: have something to how to answer your question. I think mental can definitely lead to physical, because um, mm. it, you, uh, just a, a traumatic situation can occur, and you know, say if you're not if you're in a hostile environment you know, due to the fact that you're not mentally stable or sane, it can definitely lead to a physical altercation. So Mm -hmm. that itself is a um, physical, you know, and I think both.
0: Definitely
3: both. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I would say both um, for me.
0: Well, I just stick back to what I was saying because when people get into your head, it's a bad thing. It is and you you and when you sink into depression not that's a not idea. a joke Mm-mm. a lot of people think oh well she's depressed so let her alone but that's not it Mm-mm. when you're depressed you can't just snap out of it no nope, it's know. not because no some chemical in your brain and I'm not trying to be a doctor to figure out that right now but the fact is there's something that happens in your brain that renders you helpless when some something mental happens to you yeah definitely And um, that's the thing that I think Tony is trying to emphasize more than anything is that it is an everlasting kind of abuse.
2: It is. is.
0: Um, Some things you can get over, disappointments, you can get over, you know, the fact that somebody didn't take you to a place you wanted to go or whatever. But if somebody gets into your head. It's hard to get them out. It is hard to get them out. Years. And uh, uh, somebody who just keeps preying on your mind and telling you how worthless you are. And then you begin to believe it.
2: Yeah. And that's one of the things is, is, is silencing them voices and letting yours come through. Yeah. Because you have to put up uh, a boundaries. You have to put up boundaries for yourself. I learned to put up mental blocks to... I have learned to turn that, turn around. Well, you know, I said, well, what about you? Mm, I start mm. questioning whatever they're throwing at me. I throw it back at him. I said, have you looked in the mirror? You're looking real ugly today, right? Mm. So you, it's like you do have to silence him because, like you said, depression is not, it took me years to get over. It. And it's sometimes I don't have my good days. And Miss Janice to check on me because I physically really can't almost pick myself up. But I do it because I know I have to. There you go. Because it, it'll physically make you, your whole body becomes affected. And it is a chemical imbalance. Yeah. And you have to sometimes be on medication or you have to get therapy. Now, one thing is, is, not, people are ashamed of therapy. I believe in talking. I believe in talking till I can't talk no more, till I cried and screamed it out. But those, I have to stop myself because physically, sometimes my mind will go back and I'm like, what is this? Why am I feeling like this? Or you taking on other people' problems?
0: And people do love to dump them on your lap. Oh, I
2: get it all the time. I have gotten so heavy that I learned. I learned like now that I have to take uh, little breaks for myself, even just to go outside or just me laying on the couch and just reading and not letting my brain think about nothing because I'm I got to overthink things. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like let them endorphins and all that good stuff, all the goodness that I feel. Come out, mm-hmm. but it's a depressive thing. Depression is not nothing to. do
0: it's about. not it's nothing to play with. No. So, just if you if you are in a bad situation with somebody, first of all, identify the fact that you are in mm-hmm. a bad situation. Exactly. That if somebody is beating you, belittling you, criticizing you, complaining about you. Everything, But no positive things are coming out of it. And then when that leads to physical abuse, be able to recognize those signs and know that you need to be anywhere else but there. Mm -hmm. No matter what you think is most important, we have this wonderful, you know, $300,000 home. It's everything I've ever wanted, and I just can't afford it. I don't want to leave it, blah, blah, blah. Your mental health is really worth more than $300,000. Exactly. It really is. So, this is a subject that'll just have to be talked about and talked about because, Mm -hmm. of course, we're never going to get to the bottom of each thing in this one setting. So, just be prepared that it'll come back up later. It absolutely will. And what what we're going to do is ask each of of you to give us your final thoughts and any advice you have on this subject. And why don't we start with you, Delano? (laughs) Um,
4: for children that are going through it because I went through it with my father Mm -hmm. and your mom more so with my dad Mm -hmm. Um, I will never forget just just the 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 neglect that I received from him and, Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's still embedded in my brain to this day but basically what I'm getting at is this if you're a child and you are going through something similar, whether they're not really paying you any attention or they're not really interacting with you and, and it's not self-sabotage as a, if you're a child, um, it's not good to hold all of that friction in, especially if it's a parent that's causing the damage to your mental health. If it's not trying to, if that parent is not trying to elevate you, push you to new heights, and you know just loving you unconditionally, um, then it's not your fault. That's the parent that has the issue. Um, and sometimes, often in certain things, um, sometimes the parent can be jealous of the child mm-hmm. because maybe they have a certain skill or. They have some type of dynamic personality that the parent might be lack of. So, basically, if there's someone that is in your circle that you know you can go to for help with a situation like this that can occur, just do it. Yep. Always be open to help. Help can definitely lead to positive avenues.
0: Great. All right. Well, thank you so much, my dear. And I think that um, Tony has some phone numbers that will be helpful for anybody who's going through things, as we say we do. Um, The the thing about going through something is that you really do want to go through it and move on to something that creates a brighter path for your life. Exactly. Uh, You don't want to stay stagnant in something. And these are numbers that uh, you can call to get some help if you need it. And um, if you know somebody who needs it. So, Tony.
2: Okay, the number is for Mental Health Hotline is one 444 9838 And another number is 1-800-662-4357. Know that you're not by yourself. There's somebody to help you. No more silence. Let's kill that word silence and learn to speak up for your truth to know that. You're not alone and that we are here for you. In any way we can help, please reach out and get in contact with us.
0: Great. And uh, we are going to leave you today with this thought. That opinions, like I said earlier, everybody has one. And not one is ranked any higher than the other. Mm -hmm. So express your opinions. Talk to your parents. Talk to a clergy. Talk to a neighbor, whoever it is you feel You can confide in. But you need to do those things because you don't deserve somebody treating you in a way that you feel Mm -hmm. is negative. You don't have to put up with it. And don't love material things so much that you're willing to give up your mental health just for that thing. That's right. Because uh, when you get ready, I mean, I could leave everything in my house right now. Mm -hmm. And there's some pieces in there that I have some value. But. I would leave it today if it was something in there getting on my nerves. And that's that's what you have to do. Because when you get the um, peace in your life, you wouldn't trade it for anything. No. Absolutely not. I love my peace. Yes. So find your peace. Use those numbers. And, Tony, could you just give them out again? The number is 1-855-444-9838. The other
2: number is 1-800-662-4357. Please reach out.
0: And with that, you can always reach out to us as well. And if we can point you in a direction that's helpful for you, we're happy to do it. Just yes. know that. So, we're going to leave you with the thought that everybody has something positive to offer. Yes. Get people on your positive track and don't ride on their old negative bus. Get off of it. Have and it. run. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for Thank everything. Thank you. Thank you, Raza, for yes. putting that with us today. And I would just do a brief commercial for UXU Productions because they are going to be the best friend we ever had because ever, they ever. have so many talents. Yes. So you might want to just give them a call. Just look it up somewhere. UXU Productions, okay? We love you. We do. Have a great day. Best of all, we care about you. Yes. Bye. Bye.